ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Binging Batch episode 11 with your hosts, Logan and Laura. We're back at it again for the week before the season finale. What up, Laura? What is up? Double feature in the house. Double feature this week and next week. Um, Which we knew they had to. Yeah, like we was it last week's episode where we spent like 10 minutes th- wondering how the hell they were going to fit the season into two more weeks? I think so. Yeah, it was just a lot of speculation. And now we know. Um, Hopefully they're smarter and they filmed Matt's season and they're like, OK, let's not rush Matt's season. Let's give him the full Bachelor season treatment. Yeah, normally we only have... It's usually only once, so this season is just special in its own way the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of uh, bit of news uh, before we jump into the uh, episode. Um, I'm just going to come off the top and say it. Uh, next week's episode of Binging Batch will be the last. Um, this, uh, well, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not the last, it's just the last for now. Um, I gathered a lot of feedback. I got a lot of feedback from friends and family and I kind of took a step, couple steps back and evaluated my feelings and my goals. And, um, unfortunately for right now, binging batch is going to be set on the side which is fine. Um, it doesn't mean I'm not revisiting it again. And if I do revisit it, you know I'm coming back to it with Laura. There's nobody else. Say, you just want to fire me. That's all it is. You're like, I've had it. She's <laughs> no, out. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I didn't tell you this in text or anything. I figured I'd tell you now that I, I don't want to do it with anybody else. You are oh, my you. binging you. batch uh, forever soulmate. <laughs> Love it. So, you also get my rose. Yes, absolutely. Maybe I'll send you a rose. Um, uh, but yeah, so it, it next week will be the finale of Binging Batch Season 1. I mean, it was going to be the finale anyway, but um, we're also probably going to have a special guest be joining us. So just stay tuned on Twitter and Instagram uh, for that little tease coming up throughout the week. Um, but we're really excited about that. And uh, really, just excited for the new year um, and what the new what twenty twenty one will bring us. Obviously, Laura just moved. Uh, I'm moving things around, <laughs> not in the same way, but you know, this I, I can promise you that this is not the last time you will hear from Laura. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I've got some. I'm brainstorming, just shooting ideas at the wall, seeing what sticks. So we'll see. Um, 2021 also is going to mark the end of what are we, uh, I kind of same with binging batch kind of just took a step back and looked at everything on like a, uh, what, what, what do you want to call it? Like a roadmap, um, or something. And what are we just at the moment, um, may not be, uh, the podcast. It may not want to be the podcast that I want to do right now. However, we could be seeing what are we in uh I'll say this, I'll tease this in written form at some point very soon. 
Um, so if What Are We does not continue in podcast form, then it will live on in written column form. And I'll leave it at that um, for now. But I like that. By we, the way. Got, we got hella um, Bachelor to talk about. We got two episodes this week. We got um, we got the continuation of the drama from last week. Um, however, then we got the episode split in half. And the second half of the episode was the men tell all episode, which I quite enjoyed that they did it that way. I'm glad they didn't jam last night's first half and tonight's full episode into like a three hour and then give us a one hour men tell all. Like I'm very much so glad that they, um, split it up the way they did. Um, so yeah, um, I guess we'll we'll just start off right there at the beginning of the episode ten. Uh, Chris Harrison, he's back from taking his kid to college. Uh, bye bye, uh, whoever came in, JoJo, to sub yep. in. Yep, goodbye, JoJo. And we never got like an exit from her. It was just all of a sudden, Chris is back. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was no exit interview for JoJo on how she felt <laughs> being the host of The Bachelor. Right. <laughs> you got to think that once, you know. If this ever happens, if Chris Harrison ever retires, um, do you think they'll get another, a former bachelor to do it? Probably. I guess my hope that it would maybe be Wells, the bartender who guest hosted on whatever, was he the dodgeball guy? He was here one time. Yeah. I I I hope it's not just, not that Jojo didn't do a good job, but I hope it's not just some girl they pulled off of whatever. Yeah, I'd rather have it be like a Wells who had a role yeah. that wasn't trying to be the star and find love. Sure. True. Well, then we get our Blake date, which was, you know, we got our card. Um, we got our card last week, but um, this week we finally saw the date. Um, I just find it funny that every single group date or solo date or whatever Blake is a part of, he's required to strip. It's his favorite thing. He can't avoid it. And you can just see on his face, like when she says to strip during this like sex guru date that uh, Blake is like, are you kidding me? He's like, seriously, I roll again. So they, I found it weird this date. I think it was very half-assed. I think what we said last week reigns true that she took Blake on a date to get rid of him. Yeah. My first notice him talking about that he says he expects to get a rose and then i wrote all in caps bye blake (laughs) like even before the date started like he was just gonna be gone there was no way around it yeah no um you can tell early on in the date that taisha isn't feeling it um and then of course they have their conversation afterwards and she tells them she's not feeling it uh and she sends him home um and it hits her really hard. That's what I was going to say. She bawled her eyes out. And I was like, you don't even like him. Like, I don't understand why you're having this reaction at this time. You didn't even let him get to the nighttime dinner portion. You're just like, "Mm, you took a long time to open up to me when I was straddling you. So now you got to go. Oh shit! For some reason, I went on mute. 
Can you hear me now? <laughs> I can hear you now. <laughs> well, I don't now know why that I didn't, hit, I didn't hit a button. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I completely forgot what the fuck I said, too, which is just awesome. <laughs> oh, I think I'm I said, sure it was super important. All people who cried her eyes out as if she was sending, like, the runner-up home, not Blake. Like, Yeah, yeah. It was too much, and I just don't I, – I don't understand it. Again, maybe it was just her being in her feelings about the whole thing. Like, again, it's really real, and maybe – real feelings and whatever, but I feel like it was an overreaction and Blake did not deserve the kind of sobbing on the ground that she gave us. Yeah. I, I don't agree either. Um, so then <clears throat> Tasha um, kind of, I guess has like an epiphany during this date with Blake. She gets back to the house from her Blake and immediately calls Riley outside and sends him home. Just, She's like, you know what? That made me think that I really know what I truly want. And Blake isn't it. And somebody else in that house isn't it. So I'm just going to not beat around the bush and uh, and and get rid of him. I was shocked. Not that Riley was going home. I feel like I saw that coming. But I was shocked that she pulled Trig immediately. She couldn't even get through the night. She's like, we got to rip this Band-Aid. Here we go. Yeah. Um, we just said bye-bye to Blake and, and Riley. Just willy-nilly and y'all y'all know how i feel about riley um i have expressed my hatred toward that man the entire season but um i i wasn't jumping up and down with joy when she sent him home just it, i think it was the execution that you know most guys get sent home after there's a drama filled episode or they do something to piss her off no she just had a realization and said you know what i'm not feeling it with you so goodbye and sent him home and he kind of claps back at her for a second and I kind of respect it when he was just like, what, what the hell is it about me that you dislike? Like, why do you give me a hard time? Uh, wh what's the deal? And um, she just says she's not into him. Oh, and I like that. He's like, I'm a lawyer. I could argue literally all day. Like <clears throat> I could make my case for why you should keep me. So you tell me why I'm not good enough and why I need to go. And boys, before you say that that's trash, we have all begged at a girl's feet like that before. <laughs> we have all been like, you should stay with me. And let me tell you why. Like the whole salesman pitch. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, goodbye, Riley. And then uh, Rose Ceremony. Um, they really get to it early, again, because of the um, the men tell all that we'll, we'll revisit here in a second. But... Ugh. Uh, we get uh, uh, the rose ceremony where Bennett shows up. He shows his face, and the guys are not happy about it. I yeah. love his let me take a seat and explain. And then when he decided he was just going to touch Zach during the explanation, and Zach is like, Get your fucking hands off me, bro. Like, why are you touching me? I hate your guts. Yeah. Zach was like, I don't know why you need feel the need to touch me. <clears throat> and Bennett just rolls in, I think, strictly because the producers tell him to. Because of the way he carries himself when he walks in, he's like smiling and giddy, and he knows it's going to piss the guys off. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think um, I think uh, he was in there for fakesies. I think it was just for ratings for because people like Bennett. But I could be wrong. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like he was all like super positive, and he said he had a good 
uplifting feeling. Yeah, and, so. I mean, so she, I, we knew he wasn't going to last, but. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she just straight up cancels the cocktail party. Which I was like, good for you, Tasha. Again. Tasha. I like when she gets right to the point. What is it with Claire and Tasha with canceling cocktail parties? Because they're the queens of doing that. Oh, yeah. they. I don't know. You would think, for as much as they seem, they both were kind of struggling with their decisions. They didn't give the guys any other time to help themselves. It was always, nope, don't want to deal with this. Just want yeah. to get it over with. That's exactly how it came off. I was just like, okay, so she's really just gung-ho right now. Like She knows what she's doing. Um, I suppose it's probably just easier, though. If you're questionable, move on, and then you can really focus, maybe. Maybe. I can agree. Um, then we uh, obviously um, we get uh, the announcement that next week is hometowns. Um, Zach, Ben, Ivan, and Brendan are the final four, as we predicted. Uh, Bennett and Noah both go home. Which did is you expect uh, Noah to cry as much as he did? Because no, I did not. I did not. I did not know he was really that serious. I kind of feel bad. I kind of feel bad for him. I do. I think, yeah, I think he was just young and not ready for this as much as he thought he was. And he just got in the thick of the drama. And I didn't think his feelings were that serious. So a little surprising emotion from him. Um, yeah, I agree. I, uh, I, I, I'm going to miss Noah, not going to lie, but he'll, he'll show up again. He's going to show up in paradise or some spinoff. Yes. And if he doesn't, Bennett will. Oh yeah. Um, if not both of them, they're both going to roll into paradise together. They'll probably be besties have, after this. And they're going to have, they're not again. Going to. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole lot of, uh, that kind of vibe. Yeah. They're they're gonna roll in together. They're gonna have beef again. It's gonna be a ongoing thing. Um so yeah, that that's really that episode. Laura, do you wanna just go into tonight's episode and leave the mental off for last, or do you want to divide it up? I don't care. Um, I was gonna say maybe just go into mental just because my notes are on the same page for this one and I wouldn't have to go back and forth. Bet let's <laughs> that's let's do not that. a great reason. Bet let's do that. Um, so yeah, we get the men tell all, which is a more quiet, uh, chill men tell all. It's really just the dudes hanging with the dudes. Um, no audience, uh, just dudes on like 12 couches and they're all just hanging with Chris Harrison. And, uh, what's with all the purple? Yeah, there was a lot of purple power color. I don't know. Royalty, all that. I love that you know immediately what I meant when I said what's with all the purple because <laughs> everybody on one of the couches was wearing some article of clothing that had purple on it. Mm, see, I didn't notice that, I guess, but I think it was Bennett's couch, couch where oh, Bennett, yeah. Riley, mm -hmm. uh, and, a, and a few of them behind them. Yeah, I think uh, were, was behind them. All were wearing purple. Yep. Uh, although I'm very disappointed, my first notes are no easy, no chasing. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, where are think, these guys? Do you think they limited to it to the most dramatic people? But then why was Damar there? He had never had any yeah. drama. Damar had nothing. 
I mean, Kenny honestly hardly had anything. He had I'm, a lot. I was surprised. Later. I think Kenny was there because Kenny's a hothead, and because he wanted to show off his camo suit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get all that, and we get they revisit a bunch of the main events of the series, or sorry, of the season. So, first up, Her- Chris Harrison asks Ed what the deal is with Chasen's language of calling Taisha and Claire smoke shows or whatever. But before we get into that, is it just me? But what the fuck is up with Ed's eyebrows? Ed has a lot of eyebrow. They're very large and aggressive. He, uh, They're different from when he was on the show. Are they? I, didn't, I had not noticed. Either that or he just wore glasses a lot on the show. So maybe the frames were covering up his eyebrows. But holy shit, as soon as he was on screen, I was like, what the hell did he do to his eyebrows? Little caterpillars crawling around up there. <laughs> yeah, they're like the dude from Shit's Creek. Oh, <laughs> uh, you gotta think Ed did a lot of face masks. Probably had a lot of eyebrow appointments between airing Ed and now. Knows, if you could compare Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh to any human, it's Ed. He just is boring, a unemotion, no emotion, dull, no personality. <laughs> You're going to call his three F's no emotion? He got oh so my. heated. <laughs> Nobody's doing the three F's. Uh, what were the three F's? Something, uh, something in phony? Fraud, fake, and phony. But phony obviously has a PH, but he doesn't know that because he can't spell. <laughs> yeah, that was an all-time embarrass yourself on, in front of the planet uh, I move. Mean, if I'm Ed, though, I'm making T-shirts. I'm making hats. I'm going to throw some koozies out there. Get some oh, backdoor yeah. swag going. Fraud, fake, and phony. He needs to take that and run with it. Yes. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, we get him to dive in on Chasen's language. Um, they get to talk about Blake's boner. Which I was surprised about. I'm like, oh, ABC, we're taking a little risk here. I mean, I know we've been naked half the time, but... Now we're going hard, pun intended, on dicks. <laughs> uh, ABC really did it too this season with all the naked stuff, with the, uh, with like the dick jokes that people kept making. Like, was mm-hmm. it the, was it Blake that did the pottery with the, just molded the penis? Yes, Blake could not get away from being naked and genitalia he was just dick guy dick guy if you have to be something i guess i don't know if you want to be known as the dick guy (laughs) (laughs) um but uh yeah they show that which what the fuck um (laughs) and i love how taisha is just like staring at it and i'm just like this is so uncomfortable (laughs) not trying to hide it I mean, maybe she just wasn't that impressed. She's like, don't want to take that to fantasy suites. Moving on. Oh, uh, man. Then uh, then we get then my note was, what the fuck is up with Ed's eyebrows? <laughs> um, then another Ed thing, we get them reminiscing on Ed and Chris having a beer together. Or sorry, some wine. Yes. I mean, um, I loved that. But did we really need to relive it? I don't know. No, they just tried to fill the runtime. In all actuality, how long do you think the men tell all is? How long do you think they have the guys there? Well, I feel like normally, honestly, men tell all is two hours. I just mean of like raw footage. Like how long did they have them there? 
probably like three, four hours. I don't know. I feel like everything takes so long and I have no comprehension of how long filming stuff actually works. But you have to think that they talked about everything because they had them there. And then Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, well, thank you for coming. We're going to cut this down and take everything out of context. And it's going to be 45 minutes. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Really only 45 minutes or 30 minutes because of commercials. And that's sad to think about that. (laughs) They probably had those dudes legit there for like an eight hour work day, but only 30 minutes of footage is aired. Yeah. And with all that, they picked Blake's boner and revisiting the Chris Harrison wine drinking. Um, Then we get Noah versus Bennett and there kind of sparks an argument between both sides. You see early on, what's his name? Uh, Fuck boy band guy. Take the side of Bennett. Um, Which I kind of thought, I mean, I know they didn't plan it necessarily like this, but I was like, the Noah Bennett thing is so fresh. I don't need to spend 15 minutes hearing about it again. We just saw the end of it last week. Basically, Bennett's back. Like, I just did not need all of it. And we could have moved on as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, too soon. It's it's not like this was like two, we- two three months later. This was like mm-hmm. a week later. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, not, that ain't it. Um, although probably the best part of the mental all was when our boy Yosef came back. <laughs> Yosef is... <laughs> I just cannot believe that this man exists in real life and maintained his douchebagness even to Chris Harrison's face when Chris was like, I don't usually do this, but I want to help you. Yost was like, no thanks, fuck off. Yeah. Um I I you could tell that Chris Harrison just like fucking hates this guy. Like Oh yeah. He's like, you would want your daughter spoken to like that? And Yosef's like, well, if she done fucked up, then yeah I would. Which Okay, I'm going to say this with a grain of salt, everybody. The w- <laughs> I get what he was trying. To- I'm pretty sure I said this back when it <laughs> happened. I get what the man was trying to say. He just had a shitty delivery. And again, tonight, shitty, or the other night, shitty delivery, Yosef. You can't just talk to somebody like that on national TV. Right, and then double down on it. And I mean, again, I do understand that he wants his daughter to be put in her place if she was really wrong. But he just came off too aggressive. And it just seemed very harsh and made everyone feel bad for his poor daughter. Yeah. um, What do you think she does when she sees this when she's 16? Oh, God. He is. You got to think that, I mean, do they still get along when she's 16? Like, (laughs) like, has she rebelled and done every stereotypical teenager thing because of her awful father? Yeah. um, I don't I don't know. We we can't get away from the from the men tell all without mentioning Bennett's insufferable outfit. His scarf in what were their palm springs i'm like everyone is sweating and you're wearing a scarf right now like we don't need this he 
He keeps on telling everybody that he doesn't want to be known as the pretentious Harvard douchebag. But Bennett, you don't help yourself, bro, by wearing a scarf in California. <laughs> right. You're just you <laughs> literally your natural look- state. You just keep sliding back into it, completely oblivious. He is such a tool. I, were you at any point riding for Bennett? Yes, 1000 percent. But oh, not man. for Tasha, just as a human being and maybe as entertainment. <laughs> okay. He, and he's he excels there. But the fact that Bennett, if you are listening, you're not, but if you are, you are a douchebag. You are a Harvard douchebag that dresses like an asshole. You do cond- talk to people in a condescending way. For him to sit there and be like, I'm not aware of these circumstances. Right. That's that's such bullshit, bro. You are so smart. Was it was it Noah that said, like, you're no dumbass. You know what you're doing. Right. One of them said that as he's like, I've read this book that I gave you four times. And it's like, like fucking Christ, dude. Like, y- you can't. Oh, God. I don't. He just tries too hard. And, I mean, he lost me at the giving the gift point. And then he kept losing me, you know, when he came back like a serial killer. And then he lost me when he dropped the L-bomb. And then he just keeps going and going. And, like, <laughs> I don't the know. Man. This makes me laugh, though. So I feel like, Bennett, <laughs> someone will love you and she will hate her life. Probably be a dumbass and just a blonde bimbo. And that's fine for you. <laughs> the blonde bimbo for Bennett. <laughs> um. So that, but then at the very end, uh, we get Taisha coming out and facing uh, Noah, Bennett, Blake, and Riley for the last time. Um, I don't, I don't really have any crazy thoughts other than the fact that Riley was really choked up. Yeah, um, I, I think again, Riley surprised me because I also didn't think his feelings were that intense, and maybe he just had more time to sit with it. But he was very distraught. And I was surprised. And Blake, too. I mean, Blake was super pissed. At one point, I had the feeling during the season that Blake was just grabbed by the producer saying, like, you have no shot with her, but can you please stick around and be the content guy? Like, Well, yeah, uh, his whole comment was just like, if you ever did you think if we had more time, it would have worked out? And then she finally had to be like, no. Like, Blake, she didn't like you. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Blake was just there because he was funny. He was the funny guy. Among, I mean, you saw it when Blake's luggage came in to get picked up or whatever. They were all like, no, because Blake's the funny one that broke the tension. Yes. Yeah. Blake was just there to have a good time. And it, yeah, but it just didn't work out. <laughs> I don't, I don't really have any other thoughts besides the fact that the blooper reel was ass. The blooper reel was ass. Bloopers, I say it all the time. I'm like, bloopers are my favorite thing. Why don't they just give us like a half hour of bloopers? I think it'd be great. But apparently not with this season. They're all trash. Yeah, I agree 100%. You want to move on to what we saw tonight? Um, Real quick, I just do have to pat Bennett on the back one final time for the sippy cup move with the green juice at the end just because I feel like he really hit at home, reminding us one more time that he is the Harvard douche. But with that move and like Noah, like gives him a fist bump and takes it. I'm like, how much of this shit is for television where they hate each other and on commercial break, Bennett's passing out drinks to everybody. It's like, 
That's how? what I'm saying. They're going to come back up paradise and they're going to come in and they said they're not going to be friends, but they're going to be besties. But then the unspoken rivalry will the unspoken, the loud yelling rivalry will come back again. I don't know. I love the point where Noah just like looks at Ben. He's like, I'd never want to be friends with you ever outside of this. And Bennett was like, oh, sh shit. All right. Okay, dude. Cool. Great. I was like, damn. But anyway. What moving else? into tonight's episode, uh, I don't know how long this will take us. Um, because it was kind of boring. Because it was boring as shit and nothing happened except for the last 10 minutes of the episode. But yep. we can go through it, I guess. You want to take this one, Laura? Yes. So we had hometowns, which I have to say I was very happy that it wasn't just Zoom phone calls. I was a little disappointed that they stayed at the resort, but I don't know what else I expected. But... Hometown's at the resort, so we have no travel. The guys are responsible for creating their own dates, which I feel like was a good idea. And then we have Chris Harrison, yeah, exp explaining the whole thing and then explaining them who of the families is coming. And I thought everyone was going to cry when everyone got told who their families were. Same. And yeah, Brendan legit cries, I think. Yeah, he, he did. Because I guess his brother um was kind of like his dad because his dad passed away and yes, yes. his older brother kind of took the father role so yeah yes so then we have brendan's date first which i didn't hear i wasn't listening apparently to what his hometown actually was supposed to be but he had the carnival with his niece alea correct which my note is just that this carnival is lame where's the ferris wheel from the zach date <laughs> oh yeah what the hell like they again we're gonna blow our budget on things at the beginning of the season but for the hometown date we bought shitty games at the store down the road like i mean it was very cute that was my whole note about this entire episode wholesome adorable i have nothing to be snarky about hardly and no. i'm upset about it <laughs> yeah exactly like my notes just say Carnival date, his older brother is his ride or die, and that the meeting the family went well. Like there's nothing to report. Um, my one note is about Tasha didn't want to leave him at the end, and she says that she could see him being my husband. But I honestly feel like Brendan's a love struck little puppy who's about to get run over in the street. Like I feel like he's way too into it and it's not gonna work out. And that's he's, just my uh, prediction now. Brennan is not top two, nor the winner. Calling no, I think that's incredibly accurate. And I think, uh, I think Zach is going to win. I, yeah, I don't know that Ivan can pull up to where Zach is, but the previews for next week, make it look like something bad happens with Zach, but that could just be them meddling with our heads. So yes. I'm going to go in and say I'm on team Zach. Yep. I agree because I, Brendan's going to get crushed on whatever night, Monday. Brendan's out. Yeah. He's not going to make it to top two. Yep. Um. Then we have the Zach date with the New York theme and the whole hailing the taxi. I was like, we couldn't get an old, sweet, legit taxi. We had to make a fucking cardboard Flintstone car. Like what? Again, what is happening with the budget? I'd like to see numbers from this whole season about what is happening. Yeah, and that is uh that's the biggest surprise i think that they couldn't get a car yeah like what 
we know you have access to things. Just buy, buy a car. Rent a car. And then Tasha and her trash bagel tastes, putting cream cheese and blueberries <laughs> on a bagel. I'm like, no one does this. But I mean, for once, they are eating on a date, which never happens on The Bachelor. So there's that. Right. Um, I don't know. Everyone was sweaty AF. And this is when I first noticed it because Zach was just literally dripping. Yeah. And then and- cool off in the fountain at the end. Let me let that's the only note I really said is that, uh, again, meeting the parents and family went super well. Uh, but Zach in the fountain is super mega H like horned up. Like mm-hmm. those two want to fuck and they are going to fuck and they will. Yeah. And Zach and his family. Yeah. Adorable. Super cute. His mom was adorable. Was it, His brother was a little skeptical of Tasha. And for a minute, I was like, he's ruining this. He doesn't like it. But then he came around again. Yeah. And then everyone was on Team Tasha. And yep. yeah, there's just not a lot of talked about when everyone's happy. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Then we get, uh, yeah, my last note with Zach's date in everything with his family is this is too wholesome. Yep. Which I, I will also add there that Zach got incredibly emotional the entire season about his family and then when his family did show up he wasn't emotional at all and i was like oh okay yeah and then his mom was like crying almost the whole time and he was just kind of there let me just say that his parents are old as fuck they yes they were old but go on go on um that's about it on that one (laughs) then we have (laughs) i'm trying there's not a lot of material here no uh, we have Ivan and his cooking date with the little Filipino chef that is his niece, which also was adorable. Um, Tasha loved it, which not that I thought she shouldn't have, but she was like, I'm obsessed with this. And I'm like, this is boring. And I know that it's real life and that's what's going to be happening for you someday. But I don't want to watch a date where you're just in the kitchen cooking. Right. Yeah. Like. Girl, this is cooking. If you're really super duper in love with this, then uh I don't I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like meh, whatever. Um Ivan, I loved Ivan's parents. Yes. His mom was so cute. I would like Clarence to also be my dad. He was adorable. And, yes, exactly. Um, I mean, the best part of that one, of course, is when at the very last minute, thank God, the producers had his brother show up. Yeah, and let's talk about his brother for a split second. Uh, this dude scared me at first. Well, yeah, homeboy was in jail. He could beat you up. <laughs> well, wait, what was he in jail for? I don't know. I'm just assuming that to be in jail and survive, you have to beat some bitches up. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean the, man, the man has face tats. Like, he can protect himself and stand his ground. <laughs> you got to think that his SoundCloud library yeah. is just heat, right? Yes. So. Also, um, their relationship is just, again, wholesome, adorable, so cute. They were just gushing over each other. We're yep. best friends, and we've always been there for each other, and he's the best. And my favorite bit was, I don't know if his brother told Tasha this, but he said, y'all glow together. And I'm like, yeah. ah, they are glowing together and it's very cute. I will say also, there's a few moments where Tasha and her brother and Ivan's brother were talking and I was like, 
dude, he's checking her out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how could you not really? It's Tasha, but yeah, I, I can't give him, I can't give him shit for it, but, but um, yeah, I thought that was adorable. And then the last thing I wrote is, Oh, Ivan said, felt like I saw a glimpse of the future and that I'm falling for her. Wow. Uh, Ivan. Ivan. Adorable. Adorbs. And then we get our man, Ben. And (sighs) yeah, Ben, we had high hopes for you. And I actually thought their date was cute. They did the Venice Beach rollerblading and the smoothie shop and the boardwalk stores. And she's like, I'm smitten with Ben and everything's going wonderful. Yep. Um, And then we learned that he's in love with her. Right. And my note is just OMG Ben when he saw his sister and little hard eyes. They're just so sweet. Yeah. And I... When Ben finally realized he was in love, I was like, my heart is exploding. This is adorable. I cannot handle it. And he said, love is a scary word. But then his family friend, whoever, which people were tweeting that she was a famous chef. She was on some Food Network show. Did you see this? No, I didn't see this. Yeah, I guess she is someone who's been on like a cooking chef something show. Legit. It just happens to be their family friend. Interesting. Yeah. Convenient, but (laughs) (laughs) when she just said, you love her, it's not a question. I was like, yeah, you do, Ben. You do love that girl. And then Ben done fucked up. Yeah, he figures out that he's in love with her. But instead of telling her, he tells Chris, the producers and us, but not the girl that he needs to tell. Yeah, he just mumbles it all at the end and Tasha's waiting for it. And then she says nothing. And says, okay, have a good night. And then it was awkward. And Ben immediately knew he was going home. You think he knew in that moment that you think he knew in that moment that he was gone? Well, so he said, he's like, I'm not getting he's like, I didn't tell her what I needed to tell her. He's like, I think I'm gonna go home. Yeah, um, very hard to believe there zero tears shed um that night. We'll we'll just go ahead and say it. Ben went home, rose ceremony happened. Um I thought for a split second that Brendan could have gone, though. I I had that thought as well. I thought right at the last minute, I thought it might flip. But yeah, but then, nope, our boy Ben left, and Tasha did not handle it well. No. I feel like, like again, she didn't cry. I feel like she was not going to cry at all, and then finally at the end, she was crying just because of the situation. Yeah. He was just like... Well, he didn't give me what I wanted, so I don't have time for that anymore. And I'm like, he was in shock, like hard disagree. He was in shock about all of this stuff. Like, what else was he supposed to say to you? Yeah. He got dumped. Yeah, I, I, I similar to Ben, I don't have really, I, I really don't have words. Um, I'm kind of just disappointed in him, to be honest with you. Um, uh, and yeah just the way that she said her apology i didn't appreciate which it's probably too nitpicky on her but her apology was just sorry ben i think you're incredible but our pages are not aligned right now like again you went from sending people home earlier in the season because they were falling too hard for you to now these people who are 
like Ben is showing you that he loves you. Ugh, I don't know. She frustrates me, but yeah, <laughs> I think that uh, she could have set him up. I know he's really supposed to be the one that's like taking the plunge and showing himself off for her. But like, she could have been like, I just don't know how you feel about me, Ben. And then that could have been perfect. That's the thing with Tasha all season is she doesn't talk enough. She just expects the guys to tell her what she needs to hear. Like even before when it was them spilling all their trauma and who was it? Who's that? Was it Ben again? Who said, what do you want to know? Like she's giving them nothing. Yeah. This would have been her time to be like, here's how I feel about you. How do you feel about me? Since it looks like this is hard for you. I don't know. It just, I really thought she wasn't going to cry. And, and now Ben is gone. And then, I mean, the best part at the end was Chris Harrison meeting Zach's mom and Beatrice had her delightful day (laughs) and she was so happy. I, is it safe to say, well, sorry. Do we think that Zach pulls it off? Like, is there a little bit of a piece of you that thinks that Ivan could get the W too? I... I don't know. I And I feel like if I say I don't know, that means no. Yeah. I feel like Zach has just always had such a lead on everybody. I don't really know why, because I still am not team Zach. But she sees something. She's always seen something. She's the only one that she said that she's falling for, I think, to their face. Right? She didn't tell anyone else that she was falling for them yet. I think so. I, I think you're right. Yeah, so I mean, she's throwing it out there. Yeah, um, you're, yeah. So you're you're still not Team Zach. No, I don't know. He just doesn't. I mean, I'm Team Zach's family, but I just, I don't know. He just doesn't do anything for me, and I don't know why. Well, shit. But if they're happy, whatever. Not my problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I guess I. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um. Like I would personally, I would pick Ivan over Zach, but I am in a place where I would prefer Zach, but I am not going to be pissed if she chooses Ivan. Okay. Okay. Um, fair enough. Yeah. I, uh, I think I'm overall. I mean, I guess, no, I, I won't ask you that now. We'll, we'll talk about (laughs) our thoughts about the season next, obviously on next week, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's not really anything. Do you want to give out our our best award of? Do you want to do one? Well, I I guess. Uh, no, we'll just give it overall. I guess who was your winner? Who was your winner of the week? Who do you think just killed it? Mm, I think Zach killed it. I I I don't want him to be winning, but he is. So there you go. Zach, he had a great date. His family stuff went well. She clearly loves him. He loves her. Zach wins. The end. And your loser? Uh, my loser is Ben because I believed in you, Ben, and you failed us. And now I would like Ben to work on himself in the next month, years, whatever, and then he can be the next Bachelor. I think Ben would be a great Bachelor. 
That's what I'm saying. So we get through Matt in 2021 and then 2022, Ben, calling it. Please. (laughs) I just want more Ben. Exactly. He had made so much progress and he's so cute. Have you, do you follow him on social media? Oh, I don't think I do actually. No. His Instagram stories are a one. Yeah. Like he is funny. Uh, see, Ben's great. He Ben for Bachelor. He's truly the winner in our eyes. <laughs> yep. Ben wins. Ben, ben wins. <laughs> um yeah, my my winner, I think I think we match up. I think my winner is Zach. And my loser is either Ben or the uh, budgeting department at ABC for uh, the shitty yeah. dates that they put those families on. Yep. I mean, come on, dude. Like, what? Uh, yep. Everything was. It I just makes know. you sad. Like, why are they? Why are they stiffing them? They can't just keep using COVID as an excuse. And you know, it's going to be like that next season with Matt. Because yep. it was filmed during COVID too. So we're just going to get a bunch of shitty seasons. Well, yeah. Because I'm like, surely this stuff was budgeted before COVID. So it's not like they don't have the money, ABC. What are you doing? Yeah. It just, I, it just stupid. But stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid. Um, do you have any other wrapping up thoughts on this week? Other than I agreed with Chris Harrison that Tasha's pink dress was amazing, but um, and Riley and his turtleneck, I was kind of like, "What's happening here?" But <laughs> I respect the turtleneck move. I fuck with it. I mean, I do, but I just feel like it was a lot for Riley to pull out. Yeah, Riley didn't yeah. need to do that to us. No. Um, other than that, yeah, I was. This episode was whatever for me. It was too wholesome. Everyone went too well. And I was kind of bored. But I guess. Yeah, very, very bored about tonight. But um, but I guess okay. true love doesn't have to be fiery and exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. God, I am so tired, dude. I've yawned like 30 <laughs> times. This episode the put us to sleep. It's not you, I promise. It's just <laughs> these. I had trouble sleeping last night a little bit, and just all day. Ever since like two o'clock hit, I've just been yawning all day, and it's been horrible because I was in like a meeting this afternoon too, and my some of my coworkers were like, "You all right, dude? Are we are we boring you? You know?" And I was just like, "No, I swear, I, God, I get plenty of sleep. Right. I mean, I don't have." Any excuse to be yawning as much as I do. Here comes another one. <laughs> oh, God. Ask Catherine. Every single time I jump on the phone with her, she's I start yawning, and she's like, it's me. And I'm like, I what? swear to God, it's not. Just, <laughs> like, That's my natural state, apparently. Just yawning everywhere. <laughs> yawning is my default setting. Right. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week for... The finale, uh, you can follow us if you want to, Logan Lewis 96 and Laura's handle is MinerdLA, that's M-E-I-N-E-R-T-L-A. If you like what you hear here, uh-huh. here, here, <laughs> uh, go listen to whatever Laura wants, uh, Laura's podcast by herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever very, Laura wants on Insta. Yes, go follow her, her uh 
she she puts out some some good stuff almost uh, the pod gives me i think i i at least hope this is the vibe you're going for very blog but in audio form yeah Yeah. like uh and it's very entertaining um her episode uh this week talked all about uh uh a, a feud with a potential neighbor that she hasn't even met yet uh why she deserves a book deal (laughs) (laughs) and uh past neighbors neighbors including a uh a police raid so Mm -hmm. um super interesting episodes from laura so if you like listening laura here check her out and if you like listening to me go check out the binge boys go check out whatever i want uh actually this friday interview with laura drops on whatever i wants podcast so check that out comes out friday 7 a.m eastern time it was a lot of fun um it was fun we had a great time yes absolutely great time so uh yeah everybody i guess we'll see you next time bye bye